Welcome to Multiclass Theater Awakening. Multiclass Theater uses a D20 role-playing system to determine the outcome of events, and you can't copyright dice rolling. All our decisions, narration, and dialogue are improvised on the spot, so you can expect adult language, gratuitous pop culture references, and fantasy violence. But if those don't bother you, please settle in and enjoy the show. Last time... Everyone was sick and or high as fuck due to food poisoning, and it got weird. Buck had a bad trip and ended up rampaging through the streets of Sisha like a bull in a china shop, but Devi managed to keep the guards from arresting him. In the process, we learned a little bit more about the cult opposing the current High Priestess of Kassir, mostly that they have enough public support to stage significant protests. Rotan coped with his illness by having a lovely chat with his sword, which is totally normal and not at all worrying. The others returned to the inn with Buck in tow, but instead found a murder most foul, as Jean-Baptiste, proprietor of the Felsic table, lay dead, with his heart removed and burned, and the mark of the cleansing fire nearby. The party is questioned, the body is removed, and all are finally able to get some rest. Until we now wake them up for multi-class theater. The group of you wake the next morning. It's been a rough night as you all deal with your various levels of illness and intoxication. You stumble down into the main room. Empty. Seems like whatever business the town guard had conducted in the back room, they've left too. When you're all assembled, you notice that neither Winley nor Desmond have joined you. When you knocked on their doors, they, in no uncertain terms and through no small amount of retching, informed you that they were in fact still sick. And unfortunately, there will be no breakfast today. You'll have to leave the tavern and find some food on your own. Honestly, you're not really upset by that idea. You're not sure if you'll ever eat in that place again. So the group of you walk outside into what passes for the Cetian morning. People are beginning to mill around, getting their day started. Carts are being set up in the marketplace. And as you walk through the marketplace, at the end, you see a commotion. It seems that there is a band of town guard. They seem to be running into them everywhere. And they've barricaded the end of the street. And as you approach, a burly one in the front holds out his hand. And beckons you to stop. This road is closed. No one can go any farther. Uh, hello, good man. Uh, we're looking for some breakfast. I would suggest you go back to the inn. There is good food there. No. <laughs> Untrue. Mm-mm. No, there is really not. I've eaten there many times with my wife. It is very good. It is one of our highest rated restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Quest giver said find breakfast, so we're finding breakfast. Who are you? I have not seen you. You are outlanders. What brings you here? Well, evidently not the food. <laughs> Apparently union disputes. Oh, yes. The, unfortunately, the union is very, very cross with the municipal government. But that's not why we are here right now. He looks you up and down and sees you armed to the teeth, and he looks up at the immense bulk of Buck, and you see very clearly an idea wash across his face. Oh, Lord. Come, come with me. No, no, let them pass. Come. And he escorts you through this barricade 
and brings you to a stone wall where several militia members and the city guard are crouching behind the wall. And as you peer over it, you see that it is the wall to an estate. The estate is two stories. There's a small third story on on top of it, and it's set back from the road with a pretty elaborate garden. You notice the guard peer his head over the, the low stone wall and then pull back down very quickly. No, no, get down, get down, everyone down, you too, big cow. I imagine Buck's, like, the tip of his horns are probably still poking up over, even if he's a little bit crouched down. Uh, what are we doing here? Hopefully you're helping me. Well, you're helping Sisha. We need, we need help. Against what? Have you heard of the cleansing fire? I have. No one, no one else. Would not be the first time, I think. I, I confess the last 24 hours have been really hazy. Yep, but I... Isn't that one of the groups that, like, the religious stuff? There's a riot. Have you heard the name Jamara Palsisha? Heard of a Jamar? Jamara Palsisha. How is that spelt? With a D. But that's not important okay. right now. Oh, what? That doesn't... Okay, where, any where, rate. Where, where is that in there? <laughs> no, Jamara Palsisha is a person very high in the cleansing fire. We have her trapped in this building. Is this building her residence? Don't know. But I know she is inside. And just then, a little bit down the wall from you, where the militia is spread out, you see one of the town guard peek their head up over the wall. And it lingers there for just a little bit too long. And you see an energy bolt come from the house and catch the militia person in the head, knocking them to the ground. Oh, do you see? Get down! Whoa! See what Holy shit! See what, what she's doing! All right, but uh, okay. okay. Who started this siege? Well, we chased her and she went into the house. So, um, I guess both of us. Okay, and why are we after her? Because they are revolutionaries seeking to overthrow the established government of Sisha. Okay, well, given their dealings with the union, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. No, they're religious fanatics. I'm not trying to be seditious. They will believe that the cleansing fire of Sisha will wipe away all infidels and unbelievers and it will rain across this land. Wipe it clean so to speak. Even like cleansing it with fire? Yes, that's why they call themselves the cleansing fire. It is much more direct to to just call them that. Yes. (laughs) But thank you for explaining. I didn't think I needed to, but... I, I'm, I'm glad this was helpful. We're outsiders. We gotta know. Well, yes, but linguistically, it's not terribly difficult. Okay, well, some of us ain't that smart, so cut no, us some slack. No, you, Luke. I, I'm sure you're very smart for your size. And also, some of us are coming down off of shrooms, so I need a little bit of slack here. Uh, okay, um, shrooms. Oh, you had sh- Yep, sure did. I understand, my yeah, friend. Do you, do you remember that whole episode, maybe yesterday morning or so, when... They had to block the, the yeah, bridge Yeah, I up. heard something about it. It was quite the story at the headquarters. Yeah, that was me. What all shrews? Anyway, it's not and, important. Uh, <laughs> okay. What do you need us to do exactly? Well, you look like you may be, um, and forgive me to say this, you may be much more better suited to deal with this person than we are. I just have a stick. Why are they not equipping you? <laughs> that is one of our demands that we put forth to the Union. <laughs> And hopefully they will hear us. But this is a long process. We have to we have to go enter in good faith negotiations. And unfortunately, they have not agreed to our representatives. So it is a very long process. So until then, I have a stick. All right. Well, I'm adding that to the list of stuff we got to talk with the union about. But Oh, bless your heart. Uh, 
what's the going rate for a meat shield these days? Well, I I was going to offer you some food, but um, I don't know if you would like my food. Could you get it from the tavern? I'm sure we could. Oh, I, you know what? There is a very sizable reward for this person. 10,000 gold pieces. All right. Well, uh, you want him uh, alive or dead? Because... Uh... <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, food sounded sounded like like a good option. Yeah, but you can buy food with ten thousand gold pieces. I'm just saying. I am very hungry. Before we agree to to fight this person, can you explain a little more about the energy bolts that are shooting at anyone who sticks their head up? Give me an Arcana check. Twenty one Arcana. The spell that hit the guardsman looked very familiar. Very 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 familiar and very familiar to mist so that's a that's a warlock right that's that's definitely a warlock inside there i don't don't know it's a religious fanatic right a warlock not the same okay but they they seem powerful warlocks are pretty powerful this is true okay good very true page you understand very correctly i don't know what's going on here but all i want is are you going to do it because if you are then well, we can go get lunch. You're going to just leave Wait, us here? <laughs> who's the we going to go get lunch? Like, we're going to go, we are all going to go get lunch after, or you're going to fuck off no, I, while I, we get our asses kicked? You know, I think we should all go get lunch and then come back. Well, then they, she may escape. We can't all go get the lunch. Okay, well, then you're going to have to stay here and make sure that she don't slip out while we're going in. I'll tell you what. I will go get lunch, and they, and he points to the guards next to him along the wall, they will stay here. Wow. Impeccable leadership. Uh, I want a turkey club with uh, uh, sour cream and onion chips. Okay. I heard something about shawarma earlier. Oh, I changed my order. (laughs) Actually, no, both. Both. Okay, just one question. What is a turkey? Some kind of bird club and sour cream and onion chips. Okay, some kind of bird. We have that. I have two questions. First, can I have eggs and sausage? And second, how many other uh, groups... Have you pulled off the street to send in before us? Uh, you are the first. I mean, look around you. I mean, look at that guy. He's got rope holding up his pants. Am I going to send him in? I don't think so. Ah, well, let me tell you, you picked the right bunch for the job. We're heroes. Exactly. So you go, I get lunch, and then we have, you know, sort of a picnic thing afterwards. I will bring the mushroom wine. I will say... This is sort of unusual for me. I'm usually the one inside the house being sieged, not the one doing the sieging from outside. So you have expertise in this matter is what you're saying. That's true. This sounds like character growth. It does. You know all the ways to keep someone out. You can help us get past all that. Oh, all right. That's true. All right. This will be an interesting, fun new experience. Let's go try it. Are we actually going to plan something or are we just going to go all in like we normally do? Buck, you haven't been with us long enough. We've planned one thing, and I think in three years, so... I, I kind of suspected. My usual plan is to send in Rotan, and then uh, bring him back to life after he's killed during the effort. That's kind of been our strategy, except without that okay. second part, because we don't have that magic. Going by personal experience, plans really don't help that much. Hard Well, disagree. maybe it's because it's we don't actually make them. Missed wipes a paw at his eye. <laughs> it's dusty down here. So, okay, um, you look like a vegetarian, so I will get you some, how do you feel about mushrooms? I would rather not, just for public safety. Okay, no mushrooms. Um, I will see what else we have. I have seen this green, um, sort of leafy thing. Uh, it looks like, um, 
I don't know, like a wad of paper, but it's made of plant. I have not tried it, but I hear it's very popular. Y'all get much scurvy down here? <laughs> no. That's a surprise. All right, so, so one more point of clarification. There's one warlock or more than one? I don't know. I don't only... It's, it's a group? You said you chased one person into a random house. Yes. Okay, that's all we yes. know? Okay. Yes, we've tried to go in, but they have, you see he kind of points over the wall. And as you look into the garden and look a little closer, you see several corpses lying amongst the sort of stones and the weird mushroom-like fungus that grows in the yard. A lot, of, a lot of mushrooms in this uh, kingdom of Sisha. Well, okay, so what I could do is I could I could send in Roz to scout. I can kind of see through her eyes and stuff. It's really helpful. Can can she be seen? She's or... she's, a, she's she's here right now. Do you see her? Do do I see her? She's invisible. <laughs> then no. Well, then unless they have true sight or whatever, it's probably fine. I'd rather know what we're dealing with before I start going over the hedge, as it were. Well. I mean, Roz isn't the only one who can turn invisible. Who else can see inside walls and stuff? As it turns out. <laughs> oh. Wait. Okay. You got that demon bird. I remember. I remember that demon bird. Demon bird? The demon, bird. demon bird. You. You got You got the demon bird. I, oh, you, I, oh a, I remember I, this. I have a demon bird? You were a demon you bird. Do. I saw it. I, I, what is going on? I. It pecked at me, and I smacked it. Was this yesterday? Because you were high as balls yesterday. I I know what I saw. <laughs> you had some sort of critter talking at you. Hey, boss, I think she's talking about me. And then there's a poof. <laughs> and there's a little imp sitting next to you. Where the hell did you... Mist holds up a paw for a fist bump. I always forget he exists. Yeah, no, we wish we forgot you existed, but, you know. You'll, you'll do better next time. Uh. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, my voice is rusty. Yeah. Although I'll tell you... I really enjoyed the show yesterday. That was fantastic. I have no doubt. You, sir. And he looks at Buck. You, sir, should charge admission to that. Mm, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> but first, uh, want to do something chaotic and dangerous? If it means riding that little fox thing like a horse, yes. Well, that wasn't what I was thinking, but now that you suggest it... <laughs> The fox thing is displeased by this idea. Oh, whatever. Do you trust him to to go inside and report back and, and take good notes? If he says he will, he will. He's a devious little bastard, but he's ours. I mean, it's up to you. I mean, I, I could do it. I could sit here and eat shawarma. It's up to you. He's an imp of his word. I mean, if you want to send the fox thing, then go ahead. Or we can both go. Again, I really want to ride it like a horse. Uh, Roz becomes visible and is glaring evilly at uh, <laughs> at Tingles. Oh my god, there's another one! What is going on here? There's little, like, black flames, like, shooting out of her eyes. Like, she looks very... <laughs> like an uh, anime, yeah. like Pikachu, when Pikachu gets angry? I would not recommend riding her like a horse. That's not gonna end well for you. What is it gonna do? Cough up a hairball on me? She might breathe fire on you. Are you fireproof? You're an imp. You might be. Yes, I am. Shit, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Roz. I know it's your... At the end of this podcast, that these two are going to be making the weirdest fucking babies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if they just chased her in there, there's not that many opportunities to set up 
traps and things like that, I would think. Unless it's a hideout for her organization. That's true. They may think they chased her in there and she may have, in fact, led them. Yeah. It's maybe a... I, Roz is very... I know you can't hear her, but she is basically asking to go in. She wants to go do this. Uh, hey, it's fine with me. I'll just sit out here with the tin can. I So, being a warlock, there's a non-zero chance that whoever's in there could potentially detect her presence. I would almost feel better if she went in with support. I'll go! That's what I was thinking. I mean, there's no one better. I don't think riding her like a horsey is an option today, but uh, you can certainly keep up and keep out of sight. And if things go poorly, start throwing fire out the window and we'll storm our way in. Uh, okay, I, I, I can see through her eyes, so like it's... I'll know what's going on in there. And I, I can even talk. Like it's, have you ever seen me do it? It's fun. Can I can I poke you with a stick while you do it? I I won't feel it if you do. Perfect. I like this plan. Is the the guard still sitting here, like listening to us do this? Like this plan? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's not left to get the shawarma yet. God, I hope he's regretting his life choices right now. Are you Are you ever going to get lunch? <laughs> well, the, yes. I was just. Do, do you want me to go? You don't need my help anymore. Okay. I am off. You, you, you don't know anything about this Jamara Palsisha, whatever, Palsisha? So yes. the, the guard is actually crawling on hands and knees away from the wall. And as he's crawling away, he says, No, she's very dangerous. Good luck. <sighs> no wonder the city's in chaos if this is how the guard <laughs> handles <laughs> situations. <laughs> so I'm not going in. Raz's three tails are wagging excitedly. Huh. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah, Ross turns invisible and, and flies up into the air to, to make her way inside. And Debbie will actually, like, sit down below the wall cross-legged and kind of go into this unresponsive state because she's now looking through Roz's eyes. Okay, tell me what Roz is going to do. Uh, Roz is going to fly up into the window and, and look inside. Are there any open window? Or look, yeah, look for, like, an open window or something to get in with. There are open windows on... Every floor. Probably six windows on the ground floor, maybe four on the main floor, and then the top floor is just appears to be a single room, and there are three windows on the top floor. Top floor sounds like a good plan. Should fly up to one of those top floor windows and, and go in. Which window are you going to fly into? There's one that faces the street, and then there's one in the left-hand wall and one in the rear wall. Uh, rear wall. Because probably the ones in the, t- in the front facing are going to be possibly people behind them with crossbows or who knows what. So describe to me exactly what Roz does. So fly around the building, look for all the entry points, decide on the back uh, window at the top floor, and she will just confidently fly up to it and, and look inside, uh, knowing that she's invisible and nobody can see her. So she's not really feeling the need to be stealthy, just fly up there. And then, depending on what she sees in the window, fly inside. Roz peers inside, and it seems that the interior is filled with heavy fog. Normal-looking fog or evil green fog? Uh, normal-looking fog. Uh, she will eagerly head inside. All right, I would like Roz to make a strength check. Oh, okay. How strong is this tiny creature? Uh, she has a strength of three, which means, uh, she rolled a four on her strength check. As she tries to fly in... There is a strong gust of wind that kicks up. 
and actually pushes her back from going into the window. She is frustrated by this and will try again. I assume the same thing happens. Same thing happens. Uh, she'll try other windows on the top floor. Same thing happens. Uh, she'll try windows on the main floor. All right. As she goes and peers into the window of the main floor, it's also filled with fog. Uh, the, is it going to push her out of the the window just like the top floor did? It does not. Okay, well then she will fly in there and have a look around. She flies into the main floor, and it seems to be a well-appointed Cetian home. Uh, there's a living area, there is um, a study. It's all one big open room with a spiraling staircase carved into one of the walls. And there seems to be a kitchen area and a study off to one side. It seems like a home of a wealthy person. So head to the front win- front area. Were, were, they, um, were the original Eldritch Bolts coming out of the main floor or the bottom floor? They were coming out of the top floor. The top floor. Where you floor. tried to okay. go in. Then she will continue flying around and scouting um, the main floor and then maybe go down and look at the bottom floor as well just to see if there's any other people. She's specifically looking for like additional bad guys. You fly around and the fog is so thick that you're having trouble seeing anything. You can just see kind of dark shapes of furniture, but you're having trouble making out anything definite. Is there a stairway up to the top floor, you said? There is. You can make out the shadow of the staircase. Uh, She will try to see if she can go upstairs or if there's a wind blocking that entrance, too. There is a wind blocking that entrance, too. Okay. Then I think that's all she can see. There's no other people in there. and the Not that she can see. I mean, again, it is heavily, heavily She has a lot of other senses, too. She has... um... Blind sight, dark vision, and a passive perception of 13. So if they, if there's a smell of people or a sounds of people. As she closes her eyes, or it doesn't even have to close her eyes because she's essentially shrouded by this heavy, heavy fog. She can hear the sound of a single person breathing. From the top floor? From the top floor. She will then proceed to uh, exit the house and, and fly back over to, to the group. And as she does that, Devi will open her eyes and kind of, you know, flutter her eyes open. Like, okay, well, uh, good news. There seems to be only the one, one warlock in there. Uh, but there's a lot of fog and some kind of force, wind, I guess, preventing anyone from getting up to the top floor where that that person is. So, how, that, can can you all? How are you, how are you with like you know I don't know like say blind fighting? I often fight in the dark. Oh, good. Yeah, that'll help. Although all I have to do is get, you know, to the to the entrance and then inside. How hard could that be? Yeah, we just have to get through the killing field and then you're good to go. That's what the guy with the armor is for. Oh, yeah, no, good plan. Do we have any more information about this killing field? Is it just the person with the, the bolts that's doing it or is there more death involved? I think it's just the bolts. We, we didn't see any obvious, like, traps or stuff. But then we got, there's a lot of fog. So maybe they're behind the fog. How do we get through, get through the killing field? She's looking at Rotan. Permission to knock on the front door. <laughs> Granted. There is one thing I would like to do, though, if you're going to go and get your head blown off by a bolt. Oh, thank God. Let, let, me, <laughs> let me cast a spell on you that shares that damage around a little bit, okay? <laughs> no, I don't want that. 
Here, put on this ring. And she hands you a, a platinum ring. Oh, okay. Uh, what what does this do? This will allow uh, me to uh, heal you. Heal in, in, you know, quotes. But heal. Heal you, yes. Ah, very good. Ah, not, not sure I understand the details. Um, it's but... necromancy. Just trust me. I, well, you see, De- Devi, when you say that, it, it doesn't come across, I think, the way you intend it to. I'm sorry, I, I meant it's healing. Trust me. Oh, that's better. All right. I can work with that. Excellent. Okay, here. And she, she hands you a platinum ring with some inscriptions on it. You know what? I think you're, I think you're strong enough to do it without it. I believe in you. I've only known this thing for a few days. I don't trust it at all. But I I have no trouble with uh, (laughs) shipping Rosals at all. So are are you putting on the ring? Yeah, Rotan puts on the ring. Devi has cast the Warding Bond spell on you, which gives you plus one AC and resistance to all damage. Ooh. And any damage you take, Devi also takes. Rotan turns to look at Mest and says, Any other brilliant plans? I mean... Getting across the front yard is not is, is basically trivial, unless they can see through invisibility. Which seems like we're in fuck it, let's party mode. So I sally forth. It's it's one v four. What what could go wrong? Yeah, no. Look, boss, you don't know what's in there. Why would you want to waste everything now, when we could see what's going to happen to him, and then be ready to go on the other side? I mean, what's the worst case scenario? He dies? I mean, that's not bad. You've been trying to kill him for what? Like, you know, months now? What? What are you talking about? (laughs) Wait, you haven't been? No. Then who gave him that sword? What? I thought you were trying to... I didn't give him the sword. I didn't give him the sword. No, I didn't (laughs) give him the sword. (laughs) Why? What's with the sword? Other than it's, like, creepy. Yeah, no. Have you noticed that he talks to it? I mean, that's crazy. Well, yeah. Talking to something that's not there. Is Tingles currently visible? No. Okay. You get your invisible... You know what? Never mind. Forget it. Rotan, come here. Everybody group up. And I'm going to grab everybody and cast invisibility on the party. Group hug. Wait, what, where, where, did, where did everyone go? We're all now invisible, so we oh. should be able to walk right up to the front door without getting shot. I, I wish you would, would say that you're doing that before you do it. It's always very, very, very confusing to me. Fair enough. Oh, all right. Here we go. And Rotan, with his sword sheathed, is going to go around the corner and start walking up the front path. Is anybody following Rotan, or is Rotan going first? Mist is backing him up. I'm following Rotan, yeah. Mist is backing them up. And is, is, is Mist in the back, waiting for Buck to go? I, th- I think Buck is going to, like, sandwich everybody. The group of you walk across the field, waiting for the bolt to fly, the spell to come, but it doesn't. You cross the yard, past several corpses of fallen guardsmen, and find yourselves on the front porch of this medium-sized estate house. Rotan knocks on the front door. Don't knock, just open it. I thought I was supposed to knock. (sighs) Well, too late now. Well, I mean, if I opened it now after knocking, it I mean, it seems impolite now. You want to politely murder the warlock? Well, we don't know that murder's the necess- necessarily the option here. Like maybe there's a way we can talk them down. Look, the only info we've got on this whole cleansing fire thing is from the cops. 
So No, I, I, I totally agree with you. We only got one side of the story. I see. We see if we can get them to talk, then figure it out from there. Maybe they'll save us the trouble of any sort of moral quandary, and they'll just be a huge dick and, you know, no problem. Rotan knocks louder on the door. You knock louder on the door. Hello? It does not open. There is no answer. I think if she wanted visitors, she would not be shooting magic at them. Mist is going to wiggle the door handle. You twist the handle, and it doesn't seem to... I mean, it, it moves. It the, the door knob turns, but when you kind of push against it, it does not open. Locked or jammed, does it feel like? Feels kind of jammed? Feels like, kind of uh, locked. Oh. Well, either way, something... Uh, Someone with a little more muscle behind them should take care of. Never fear, Rotan will clear this obstruction. Uh, I want to try and break down the door. Okay, give me an athletics check. <laughs> Buck is standing there like... Point, yeah, point of order. Maybe we should like arm wrestle our two fighters to see who's stronger. <laughs> the giant minotaur is just standing there going... I'm happy to let Rotan do whatever he's doing. It's fine. <laughs> You're so kind, Buck. Um, <laughs> that's gonna be a 24. Nice. See? Put a shoulder into the door, and you hear the splintering of wood as the door gives way, and you're able to shove it open, but it only opens about six inches as you run into something heavy on the other side. It seems like there is a bunch of stuff piled up against the door. You may need a uh, second shoulder or set of hands. Or hooves, as the case may be, to get this door open. It, it, it seems that there is something on the other side physically uh, blocking the door from opening. All right, well, teamwork makes the dream work. Oh. I'm assuming that's another uh, athletics or strength? Yeah, you could do that with advantage since Rotan is helping. Uh, it's a dirty 20. The two of you, your combined mass, bulk, and strength, shove this door open. And as you do so... You're greeted by an interior filled with dense fog. You can see very little, if anything, through the fog. This seems familiar. Uh, any ideas on clearing this out? Somebody can. Somebody can someone cast wind or something, or otherwise, I, I know where the stairway is. It's it's there. And she points in the general direction of where the where Roz found the stairway. Is this a a magical fog? Yes. Well. I have a solution, but it's my last solution until I get a have a chance to regroup. So, um, I mean, we can always, it's just it's just fog. We could just walk through it. I mean, how dangerous can it be in here? I mean, give me ten minutes and I can flip on, start scanning for more magic. But freaking ritual casting nonsense. We made a lot of racket coming in here. We should probably. Yeah, we were not subtle. Uh, I am gonna flip on my. Do, 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 what is it called here? My ghostly gaze, which is the thing that lets me see through solid objects, including the use of which which includes the use of my dark vision, uh, up okay. for range of up for range of thirty feet for up to a minute. So that should let me look up and see through floors and things like that. Because depending on how tall this building is, I think thirty feet ought to at least get me a couple of floors. Suddenly, the fog disappears in the direction that you're looking and you look upstairs and you see through the floors to the top floor a lone figure huddling beneath an open window her back to the wall 
There doesn't seem to be anybody else in this building. There is literally one person in here. I'm going to advocate the diplomatic approach because otherwise this feels like a lot. Okay. I mean, yeah, she's done whatever to those guards, but like, let's be real. They don't seem that great at their jobs. Um, Everyone gets a quick mental image of like agreement or encouragement coming from Roz. Great. I guess that means we need to, if this didn't do it, announce our presence. Well, we did knock. We did knock. I guess I'll just call upstairs. You're, you're the warlock. You maybe have some stuff in common. Maybe. Oh, I bet I know who her freaking patron is. Whole ton of stuff just clicked. The post-sick fog just cleared. At any rate. Maybe you could explain to the rest of us what you're thinking about. Well, there's that whole thing between Cat Sith and the others. Yeah. Remember, remember one of the, the, the one of the others is um is is Kassir. Right. Right. This is. A warlock of the cleansing flame. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. This could go well. This could go extremely pear-shaped. Okay, so we should send Rotan first. What? No, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll take point. No, boss. Listen to the girl. Yeah, I know. But if my suspicions are correct, you'll get the fight anyway. I, I mean, I don't want that. I, I don't want that for you, for us, really. But if they fight, I mean, that's different. That is quite possibly the kindest thing you have ever uttered. <laughs> Maybe I should give you a ring, too. Your call, but... Here, I have, I have several. Here, hold on a second. And she fishes through one of the pouches on her on her waist and pulls out a, a platinum ring and hands it to you. So, out of curiosity, I take it that the necromancy doesn't work if you're also dead? Well, yeah, I, I, I'm the one kind of controlling it, yeah. All right, so maybe be careful about the the ouch Sharon rings because if they both get hit too hard then you're out well technically I, I can only cast it on one person at a time so I'll just like transfer it over to, to mist no don't worry about it I have I have other things that will uh, I have okay. I have other things in my bag of tricks okay well then keep that ring just in case you need it in the future though sure do you want backup going with you I mean I wouldn't mind it two, two targets is better than one Uh, mid-roll time here so as always this is the part where we thank you for listening and hope you're enjoying the show and uh, hope that it's going to keep you coming back for the next one because what we're nine episodes into the fourth season here and honestly if you are still keeping pace with us by now we've probably got you and if you haven't done it yet we'd love to hear from you please drop us a review or something like that on uh, Apple Podcasts or whatever platform allows you to both listen to podcasts and leave a review because uh lets us know that you're listening and helps us find new listeners to whom we can subject our nonsense whom we can subject to wait did i have that right so weirdly speaking of listeners and listening and podcast things i was kind of going through our um you know our our data word metrics something numbers and we got first out of the blue um a whole ton of downloads from purdue saskatchewan canada hey yeah. thanks canada amazing and i want to thank that person or people because i would assume it's people given the number uh in saskatchewan who decided to listen and uh, I, I hope you like what you're listening to howdy saskatchewan saskatchewan how's it going up there e? <laughs> i love saskatchewan i have distant family up there 
Hello, if you're the ha- people who happen to be downloading. <laughs> <laughs> you think the A was condescending? I don't know. Leave us a comment. <laughs> well, we liked listening to you, and then we heard that mid-roll, and then that's the end of it. Yeah, that and was I the end of that. <laughs> no more of that there. Our first one-star review's coming in. That's how you know you made it. It was great until they decided to insult all Canadians. So if it's taken them this long to get insulted by somebody's accent, like, come on. I mean, there was the whole second season. Yeah, if you made it through the second season, you're probably okay. But that was done with love. And also, most of us are from the upper Midwest uh, or spent significant time there. So, again, with love. Yeah, we're, we're Michiganders. Canada is our neighbor to the south. And uh, we <laughs> Windsor is one of the cleanest cities I've ever been in in my life. Also, poutine is amazing. Um, oh, so good. Beavers. I don't know. I'm, I'm running out of steam here. <laughs> yeah. So um, outside of Canada, I think Mike wanted to say a few things about this season of Picard. Yeah. Hey, third season's a charm. That's all I can really That's. I mean, I don't want to go into t- too many spoilers here, but like season three has been kind of what I was waiting for out of this show. If you've been unsure because you, you know what seasons one and two were like, um, season three is not that definitely been worth the watch do you think like if a show it's like okay what i'm trying to say is like is it worth the watch of the first two seasons to get to like a season three that's spectacular for any show in general i mean that's a that's a fair like how many how many shows out there where like like parks and rec first season you could skip eh, you could skip and you miss nothing right next generation it's first run first season is rough I, i skip significant number of episodes when I do a rewatch of the first season. Star Trek Next Generation, I don't think, really finds itself until the third season. I think in, I think one episode, or one um, example of a show that is still decent in the first season, but takes a significant jump in season two, but you have to watch season one, is Breaking Bad. Ooh. You know, because it was also the first season was strike-shortened. Like, even also, I would include The Office in there, too. There are good episodes in the first season, but it's also was only like, what, eight episodes or something like that. And then it just takes a jump when it goes to season two. Man, I just love all of Breaking Bad. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I just remember, I, I remember like not even having that thought, like just being like, all of this is spectacular and I just want more. <laughs> no, it's, it's not bad, but well, let's ask Ames, Ames, because you just recently watched it for the first time. I did. I, I binged it during uh, surgery recovery. So like, just like in two weeks, all seasons of Breaking Bad. I It was really good. I, I agree. The first season, I actually enjoyed it. It was more of the, like, we're going to find some clever way for a chemistry teacher to get out of the situation, like a MacGyver-esque feel to it. And then it went into like hard character drama, which is where it really shines. You know what show I think of is is um, Stranger Things. Mm. It's like, I I... Like, I, lo- I love Stranger Things. Love it. I thought the third season was really, really not great. But the fourth season... Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I, I just did not like the third season at all. But the fourth season is some of the best goddamn television I've ever seen. I like, see, I just... I, I don't... I didn't like the fourth season. I thought it was really? too bloated and... No. Like, God, it was it. almost <laughs> like I could have done without the entire... The whole thing in Russia could have you could have taken it out. Like it to me, the whole core of the show was all the kids together. The entire fourth season, for the most part, nobody's together. Everybody's fragmented. Yeah, it's the dangers of splitting the party. 
<laughs> yeah. Part and parcel. Mm -hmm. I actually really enjoyed it. There were moments I could have done without, but for the most part, I, I enjoyed it as a continuation of the story. But that's an example of a show where I would say you have to, like, I know, I know, please watch the third season because the fourth season is worth it. So we've now given the uh, listeners a good glimpse into our pre-recording uh, banter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I hope they enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I mean, this is us. Nerds. Anybody have anything else to add? Nerds. Adam? Uh, listening to the audiobook of Les Mis? Um, it is too long. He did not need to spend <laughs> 20 chapters talking about the Battle of Waterloo. It has no relevance <laughs> to anything. I'm sure it'll pay off in the end. <laughs> those are my thoughts. I think those are good thoughts to end on. <laughs> All right, everyone. Enjoy the rest of the show. Mist is going to go to the bottom of the stairs. Okay. And uh, call up. Uh, hi. Um, sorry about the the barging in. I was wondering if we could talk. My name is Mist on the River. You do not get a response. I'm, believe it or not, I'm not, I'm a cat. I'm not part of the town guard. I'm not even, look, I've been in Sisha for like two days. Long story how we ended up in here. Mostly a search for breakfast. If I come up the stairs, are we going to be cool? Because I really don't want to fight if we don't have to. Uh, Mist, give me a persuasion check. Why did I take intimidation? Uh, 13? No, you don't get a response. All right. Well, I'm going to come up. I'm just going to keep talking so that you don't think I'm going to ambush you or nothing. And he'll start very slowly creeping up the stairs. Saw that, saw that Eldritch Blast you flung out. Looked pretty good. Nice tight beam. Accurate. Mist, give me a dexterity saving throw. Of course. <laughs> 22. Is anybody else going up the stairs? Uh, I think Rotan's going to be right behind Mist. Rotan, also give me a dexterity saving throw. You get plus one on this from the warding bond. Cool. That's a that's a 13. I don't think that does it. So Mist says, you know, your Eldritch Blasts are pretty accurate. And then one whizzes right by him and hits Rotan right in the face. <laughs> Mist, you walk up the stairs easily without obstruction. Rotan, you start walking up the stairs, and as you try to lift your foot from the first stair to the second stair, you find that it's stuck. Um, oh, hmm, my foot is stuck. Um, huh? Just, just lift harder. I'm trying. Uh, may, may, maybe if I have uh, better leverage, uh, and, and he, <laughs> he uh, puts his other foot down on that step. <laughs> Okay, you put your foot down on that step, and you find that it's stuck. Uh, no, uh, de definitely, uh, both feet now stuck. So, and it's a fairly narrow staircase, so none of you can get past him. Try pushing with your hands. No, don't, don't do that. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Mist, what are you doing? All right. Did you just continue up the stairs? I'll try and grab him and pull him up. So as you turn around and you look at Rotan, you notice that across the stairs is a fine layer of webbing. Like across the the, the 
the the lake like at the, at the bottom, about a foot off the ground, like hitting okay. Rotan, kind of right below the knee. Um, some some web work there. What is that? Oh, I can get rid of that. Fire fire burns that, right? Hold on a second. Oh, please don't burn the building down while we're inside it. Yeah, it's pretty controlled. No, I think she's right. Fire oh, would do great. No, I'm not accepting pretty controlled on this one. Let's okay. One crisis at a time. Let's figure out what's going on upstairs first. Look, if you cast a spell, the invisibility ends. So try cutting him out. Got a you got a knife, um, dagger. I think, let me let me scroll through my. Your predecessor had dagger here. And Mr. <laughs> no. One time we missed draws a a knife and she does have a small knife in one of her pockets. Oh, but all right, there she's, you go. She spends a good thirty seconds fishing around through all the, the junk in one of her pockets to find it. I think if he uses his teeth, he'll get it free. Debbie does pull out a, a small knife, like a, a two-inch blade knife, and uh, and starts cutting the webs. It takes you about a minute, but you are able to cut through the webs and to free Rotan. And Mist, you you notice that there is webbing on every stair leading up the the staircase. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna watch that webbing. Watch your step, Mist. You're the only one who can actually see the webbing because the rest of you can't really see because of the dense fog. And if it took a minute, that ability has faded. All right. So that ability has faded. So now you are all blind. And Rotan, you have made it through. We'll say the rest of you will have to make a dexterity check to make it up the staircase. Watch your step. That stuff is unnecessary. Um, I- I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. Uh, all right. Onwards. All right. Um. Forward okay. Ho. Yep. So webs. Nice trick. Uh, where is I? Right. Eldritch blast. Cause, uh, I also am a warlock. So we have that in common. And, um. I, I bet our patrons, for better or worse, know each other. I don't know what kind of footing that puts us on. I hope not again. I'd really rather not end up in a fight here. But we do gotta have a chat. I got a sandwich riding on this. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that part. Probably because I don't actually have persuasion as a, you know, proficiency in it. But that's beside the point. Just gonna keep coming up the stair here. Still, still nothing. Still not. Um... So you reach the top of the stairs, and as you reach the top of the stairs and exit the staircase into um, the main floor room, a booming voice fills your ears and fills the room. Do you speak Cishan? Do I speak Cishan? No. Debbie does. Debbie does. Not well. It's a second language, but she does. She lived around here long enough. And Roz definitely does. So there is a booming voice, a booming deep voice that says, Go away or face the wrath of the cleansing fire. In Cishan. Um, Did you all understand what she just said? Nope. Mm-mm. She, she says to go away or face the wrath of the cleansing fire. But what she should know is that I'm actually kind of a big fan of Cleansing Fire. We have, we have, uh, our paladin in particular has, uh, also an affinity for cleansing things with fire. <laughs> like towns. Oh, well, I don't know that I'd put it that way. 
did you or did you not burn down so many buildings that we had bounty hunters after us here in the frickin' desert? I did. The fire did that. And who started the fire? <laughs> I did. There the, you the, go. With you, you cleansed the bad place with the fire. I did. Yes. 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 See, we're we're, and Debbie's saying this in Cishan. We we are we like the cleansing fire. We're 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 on your side, I think, maybe. We don't have to be enemies, is the point. Oh gosh, I didn't even think for a minute that maybe you don't speak <laughs> common or whatever the heck we're calling this language that I'm speaking. Do you speak common? She says in Cishan. You don't get an answer. Uh, give the rest of you, if you're continuing up the uh, Debbie and Buck, give me dexterity saving throws. It was a 15 for Buck. 16. Debbie makes it. Buck finds himself stuck as well. I'm a big man in a tiny staircase. I'll just be down here. <laughs> I mean, you could take a minute to cut yourself out. If Yeah, uh, he's got daggers, so he'll go ahead and start working on that. Buck is cutting himself out. Mister, you continuing up, there is... Um, you find yourself in this open space. You don't really know where you are since it's all heavily fogged. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. I, I still have my uh, um, uh, invisibility up. So okay, we're at... give me a dexterity check. And there's no like skill. Wait, it's a seven. I got a seven. You're crossing the main floor, and you bang your shin hard into a coffee table. Ah, uh, fuck! Ow! Son of a bastard! Shit! It ah. hurts. Yeah, it fucking hurts. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We'll say you take one point of damage. <laughs> sure, that feels reasonable. It's the worst point you've taken ever, though. <laughs> it is. It's the dumbest point of damage I've ever taken. I love that uh, Mist is partially self-aware of the narrator. <laughs> the rest of us are I think not. we've established this in the past, though. Yeah, that's right. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's a very lovely table. So is this your place, or... Did you just find it? And Mist, you make it to the other side of the room, and you kind of reaching around in the dark, find a second staircase leading upwards. I'm going to try to, knowing that there's the, the well, at least that there was the webbing on the last one, mm-hmm. I'm going to take advantage of my kitty claws, and I'm going to, like, up the... Okay, fair enough. I like that. Claws come out. And you put them in the wall, and the stone is not too hard that you can't sink your claws in there. But as you cross the threshold of the stairwell, you feel this sort of tingling in your head, like just this, it's almost like a buzzing, and then it passes. It's momentary as you cross the threshold, but nothing seems to happen. And there's no save that I had to make. There's no save you had to make. Okay. Rotan, you've reached the top of the stairs. Okay. Are you two going to brave the perils of the living room? Oh, of course. Give me a dexterity check. Please roll a one. Please roll a one. nothing but Legos. <laughs> I wanted to say for you, Diana, anything, but I, I rolled a 14. There's a one in there. Okay, you managed to avoid the furniture. You kind of feel your way across. You bump into the sofa that's there and just kind of feel your way across. And you make it across the room. And you reach out and you find yourself at the entrance to another staircase. Are you going to go up it? Oh, Mist, are you are you up there? Uh, yep, yep, I'm. Oh, coming. Coming up. 
Yep. Rotund will follow. Rotund, give me a wisdom saving throw. That would be a 17. You too feel the tingling in your the back of your skull. You cross the threshold, and it disappears. Devi, you're next. You're going to risk the perils of the living room? Absolutely. And she's going to take advantage of Roz and her animal senses to see if she can... So give me a dexterity check with advantage. 14. You two are able to traverse the living room of peril and find yourself at the entrance of the stairway. Okay. And she will follow the rest of the people up the up the stairway doing their thing. Give me a wisdom saving throw. 10. Buck, will you tempt fate and cross the living room of peril? Yeah, I think we're gonna at that uh, it was a 17 on a dex. Buck, for being the largest of the group, has the least trouble navigating the living room. In fact, at one point I think Buck just bumps into the coffee table and just kind of shoves it out of the way as he stomps across the living room. Well, someone's going to hurt themselves on that. Someone already did. <laughs> and you find yourself at the entrance of the stairway. All right, spider stairs. Give me a wisdom saving throw if you are to go up them. Oh, uh, that's a 19. Okay, I was really worried there for a second. Buck, as you're crossing the living room, you feel the presence at first, and then you see Devi walk past you, heading to the stairway you just came from, and she goes downstairs and disappears. Uh... Uh, wait, where are you going? What, uh, oh, okay. Mist on the river. You claw your way to the top of the stairs, and you find yourself at the topmost floor. You cannot see because it, too, is filled with the dark, obscuring fog. All right, well, I guess here we go. Um, Why have you come here? Oh, cool, we're chatting. Great, great. Well, so, yeah, um... I'm here because I I don't often get enough information to make smart choices. Not that I'm good at making smart choices to begin with, but that's beside the point. You know, these guys outside are saying, uh, the cleansing fire, bad. And obviously there has been some tension lately here. I'm, I, look, I just got in two days ago and I spent yesterday, like, sick as a dog. And, uh, you know, being a cat is really bad. Um, I just like to not get used as a pawn for a change, and I feel like that's already happening here, and if I just came in here and was like, ooh, Eldritch Blast, pew pew, then, you know, uh, that's more being used as a pawn. So I, I kind of wanted to find out what your deal, what, what's the, what's your deal? What's the deal? Why, why, why the tension? Why is this? people getting hung hanged in the streets and stuff like that kind of places i've wandered into maybe there's another solution than everybody killing everybody maybe there's not i've been wrong before but mist suddenly the mists and the fog in front of you disappears and you find yourself standing in an ornately decorated room with a mosaic floor there are couches embroidered pillows on either. There are potted palm trees on either side of the window. And standing in front of you is a beautiful woman with short dark hair. She is dressed in armor of gold and bronze and holds in her hand a gold and bronze halberd which is ornately carved and decorated. Rotan, Buck, the fog has not disappeared for you. I do this so we can speak true 
and we can be honest with one another. Well, I am all about acts of good faith, and so I will dismiss my invisibility. Curious. You really are a cat. Tabashi, actually. But, uh, yeah. I am Jimra Parasisha. I am honored to meet you. Nice nice to, to meet you as well. Your friends are... I confess they give me pause as they, well, destroyed my door. And they have not said a word since coming in here. Well, the one was trying to call up in, in Cishan. The others are kind of letting me... I'm I'm sort of the face of the of of our group. I, I'm sort of the one is kind of the strong silent type. The other is kind of the means well type, and I'm still kind of figuring out where the fourth one fit in, fits in. But is, is Roton there in the room? Yes, you can hear okay. all of this. What where, where where is everyone? Like I said, means well. Um, I have a brother like that. Me too. Now I should probably Uh-oh. tell you what happened here. <laughs> Please. Devi, as you were crossing the threshold to go up the stairs, you heard a voice in your head which said, Leave this house now. And you felt compelled to do it. Mm, Okay. So you turned around, you walked right past Buck, down the stairs, and outside. Okay. So she's outside right now? Yes. Did Roz stay behind? Hmm. Question. Or would she make her own wisdom save? She did not have to make a wisdom save. So it's up to you whether she stayed behind or whether she followed you She up. stayed behind for sure. Okay. Um, and she is currently visible uh, right now. And is, is Debbie, is she outside like still compelled to kind of avoid the place or? Yes, she is compelled to not enter the house. Okay. Then I think she's, yeah, avoiding the house, but she's listening in through, through Ross's senses. How do I know I can trust all of you? Are you going to turn me over to the card? I mean... Rather not, if we're being yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, cards on the table, that's their understanding. That is to say, the guard, they were the they kind of dragged us off the street and was like, Oh, you guys look way more competent than we are. Go in and get her. True. And uh wouldn't be the first time somebody was like, Hey, you guys look better than our, the standing force that's supposed to actually handle problems, so you handle the problem. Uh, the life of an adventurer, am I right? Uh, I mean, I guess you you don't have any reason to trust me other than, as you can probably sense, there's like several of us. And if we wanted to throw down, we'd have just thrown down. And that doesn't seem like the best solution. No, for my part, I have no desire to kill you. Groovy. There are a bunch of dead guards outside that's they are a different story they earned their deaths nope i am i did not come here to judge i came here to learn so did you to learn what the truth at least your take on it i mean i got their take on it oh cleansing fire they just want to burn down the government and kill everybody which uh maybe that's true but maybe being that they are part of the current establishment they're biased I do not care for their government. This is true. Fair enough. All of the tithes, all of the money collected goes to the priest class. They give nothing to the people. But this is beside the point. We are not revolutionaries. We only seek to bring back Sisha in all her glory so that she may be reborn. But for that we are a threat. And that is thanks to the betrayer 
the betrayer. The betrayer. Masha Zarin. And what did this person do? Masha Zarin. <laughs> she thought she was claimed to be a true believer in the cleansing fire. She even went and attacked a village on the other side of the continent because she thought they were an affront to Sisha. But no, she just wanted to betray us, earn our trust, so that she could burn us to the ground. I'm sure I've heard that name somewhere before. (laughs) (laughs) If Scylla was here, she'd have things to say. Yep, probably. But she's not. (laughs) So, the whole, oh gosh, I don't know how to put this delicately, the genocide aspect, the burning the world and blah, blah, blah. That's lies, that's... propaganda. Okay. We seek only to bring back Kassir. Kassir is the mother. She is a destroyer, yes, but she's also the creator. Um, at this point, Roz is, is visible and she sort of scampers forward towards this, this lady and kind of does like the hungry cat thing where she's like sort of weaving between her legs. What an adorable little fox. Is this yours? Um, this is the, what do we call you? Familiar? Is that the word we want? Of uh, our, our fourth person, our fourth companion. Where, wait, where is Debbie? Oh, yes, I sent her away. Okay, let's establish that. There, there we go. I tried to send you all away, but um, I don't know if you resisted. I'm stubborn like that. I, I don't, I'm not big on people telling me what to do. The nature. I mean, <laughs> yes. I think, for now, I think we are. And she waves her hand, and Rotan and Buck, and Roz, can now see, completely. The fog is gone. Oh, that's better. And she bows to you formally, and then to you, Buck, and then she reaches down and she scratches Roz on the top of the head between the ears. And Roz will fly up and sit on her shoulder. And her, her three tails are kind of wagging excitedly. What a curious creature. So, um, we seem to be, I guess, at an impasse. I am trapped in here, and now you are here with me. How did you end up in here? So let's, let, okay, so that, that kind of handled the whole, like, broader scope. How did you personally end up trapped in here by them? I was on the way to the market. I was... Just minding my own business, and then I guess I don't know how they knew I would be here. I'm not normally in this part of town, but I guess I turned the corner, and there was an entire squad waiting for me. And so I ran, and they chased me, and, well, this is one of our safe houses. And I ended up coming inside and barricading myself inside, and, well, I have been here a while. At least since last night. Uh, They will probably come in if you don't bring me out. But if you turn me over to them, I will be hung. I think it's hanged, but uh, you know what? That's that's immaterial. (laughs) Um, Okay, one more question for you. And this is going to be... Boy, I don't want to start a thing here. What do you know of, like, the tomb of Drelatar... And or the Order of Chaos. Oh, the Order of Chaos. <laughs> They're a strange bunch. 
Et, um, uh, okay. Uh, the, well, the tomb of Drelatar, that is over in uh, the edge of the temple district. Um, unfortunately, it's hard to get to right now because it's on lockdown, because that has been the central location of the rioting over the last week. Um, I don't know if how long you've been here or if you're aware of it, but it's a thing. So the Order of Chaos, well, they, I always thought they were mostly sort of an academic society. Um, you know, a group of people who were very fond of puns and other ridiculousness. Um, but um, They sound really boring if they don't like puns. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you know, agree to disagree. I, I, so they, um, they're a thing. Um, I see them, they stand on the corners and they hand out these pamphlets saying... Are you tired of all the mayhem and uncertainty in life? Well, how about some order? How about some chaos? How about the order of chaos? It's really hokey and kind of cheesy, and they even have this sort of puppet thing that they do. It's really kind of annoying. But anyway, um, that's all I know of them. I, I've seen them around. All right. I'm Either they or somewhere in the tomb of Drelatar is something that I need. It's our whole reason we came here. In the tomb of Trelatar? Yeah. In the, that tourist trap? Uh, well, I mean, that's that's the intel <laughs> I've got. Lost knowledge, last known to be with Trelatar. I think so. But who knows? I could be wrong. I mean, I, I, I if maybe you had it, the inside scoop, as it were. Look, if you get me out of here, I will help you however I can. Question. Uh, if if we help you get out of here, uh, what are you going to do next? You're not going to go around or killing anybody or, or anything like that. No. You're not going to no, be uh, I have cleansing with fire. Being in here has made one thing certain. It has clarified a great deal that now is the time. I will take the cleansing fire. And I will journey to the heart of Kassir, where I will bring Kassir back. Is that going to mean that we're, like, passively participating in a genocide? Because I don't think any of us are cool with that. I cannot speak to the will of Kassir, but I would not think so. Kassir in my heart is an expression of joy, like the warmth of the sun. What is the what is what is the heart of Kassir? Is it like the heart of Tyr? The heart of Kassir is a massive volcano in the middle of the Sishan Desert. Uh, you all start sensing from Raz as she's sitting on this woman's shoulder, flicking her tail. She's basically saying, "Do it! Help! Help her! Do it! Do it! Do it!" Uh, so, so when you say uh, Kassir just wants uh, j- is all all about uh, joy, I mean some of the. Uh, more villainous types that we've encountered have seemed to draw significant amounts of joy from uh, uh, killing lots of people. So uh, I'm sorry if that doesn't bring me a whole lot of comfort. I cannot speak to the mind of a goddess, can you? I I know a fair bit about what Timora wants, yes. Who is Timora? Another false goddess? No, what? There is only one true goddess. 
And well, hold on. Kassir, the creator. Uh, no, the dawn no, and the dusk. No, 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 no. There, there. Hold on. Uh, de- there, there. <laughs> There's more than one god and goddess. There are many who pretend, many who lay claim, many false prophets who claim that they are the one true. But no, that is Kassir. Oh. Okay, but how is it any different? For you, because from their perspective, it would be the same argument. I'm not taking a side one way or t'other, but I am saying they could sit on the other side of this argument and say the exact same thing about you. Uh, give me your persuasion check, Buck. Uh, he's actually pretty charismatic, so uh, that was a 19. I, I see your point. I see your point. She looks at you, Rotan. Perhaps we can have this conversation in a different place. At a different time. Oh. When there aren't a horde of men in spears preparing to storm this building. And she points back over her shoulder towards the window, and you see that the soldiers down below are massing and preparing to enter. Spear is probably a, a strong word for them sticks that they got there, but yeah, I see your point. <laughs> We're going to make it our own enemy just with our semantics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, get, I, get, get I your got tenses an idea. in order. <laughs> All right, now hear me out. What if we escort you down and we tell them that you've agreed to come with us so long as only us are to deliver you wherever they're wanting you to be? And then, whoops, we turned a corner and you smack, smack somebody in the head and then you fled. Give me another persuasion check. This time I'll give you advantage. Because things have been cordial and... And I can assure you, we are really good at getting hit in the head. <laughs> so thank God for advantage, because that was a 1 or a 23. So we're going to take the 23. Um, okay, but... Okay, so I trust you, but we need to make this look good, so I need you to hit me. I, I should probably be the one to do that. I'm less likely to... She just Check looks at Rotan and just looks at... Buck, like, what? Are you saying you want you want me to do it? No, no, I'm saying I don't want to cause lasting damage. And do it. I know where my strengths are, and it's not in, and mine is not in, um, strength. Please hurry! They are, uh, they are going to come. I have seen this before. They are in their turtle formation. It's not very effective, but they believe it so. Yeah, I barreled right through that. <laughs> gotta, gotta crush some turrets down here in the mushroom. Well, at any rate. Uh... <laughs> Rotan goes oh. to the window. Are they bringing lunch? <laughs> they better. That was their whole job. Don't get away from the window. It'll give it away. Brace yourself. And sorry if this sucks. And Mist will uh, take a swing. Because that is a unarmed. You have it with it with advantage. Since she's not dodging or anything. Um, unarmed strike. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sixteen. That will hit. You pulling the claws back in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not using. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're doing we're doing kitty boxing. Bap, okay. Bap, bap. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So one point of damage. Sure. So that's the minimum. So are you, you hitting me or petting me? Um. You you just kind of lightly kitty slap her in the face, and I guess that will do it. Is that the hardest you can hit? I mean, and he'll he'll extend his claws. Okay, that'll do. It. I don't need that. Or or I could pop you with my staff, but again. No, I, th- I think we're okay. So, um, 
So once we exit the compound, they are going to try to take me across the bridge. That is where I will make my break. At the center of the bridge, I will go over the side. I have a. I also have an idea that might help. Okay. And uh, Mist wiggles the finger that has the Ring of the Silver Sisters on okay. it. Okay, I gotcha. I mean, we've already seen that she uses fog, so... Yes. That's another way that we can throw down some cover. So, so on the other side of the bridge, I will... I will elbow you in the stomach, and then you do your distraction, and I will run. Sounds good. Real good with this plan? Any objections? Any... Are, are, are we meeting up later somewhere else? I will meet you in two days' time at the tomb of Drelatar. Oh, that's where we're going. Yes, I know. That's why I will meet you there. Excellent. He means well. Yes, I, I said I have a brother. All right, I'm going to take the lead here. They're less likely to argue with me. And if they do, uh, that's going to end real quick. And I'll, I'll take, uh, well, you, personally. Okay, I would uh, prefer not to go out first. Yeah, no, we got... <laughs> look, look at these fine slabs of meat that we can put out uh, ahead of us. Okay, the, the defenses of the house will no longer bother you, so you do not need to worry about the webs or the fog or, well, anything else. So you're just going to, like, hold her forearm mist and kind of guide her out or are you going to bind her i'm gonna i'm gonna put like the worst rope binding you've ever seen should we hand me those uh binders yeah (laughs) i mean basically yeah look out he's loose (laughs) so you loosely bind her hands so that she can slip out uh once she's free and who's gonna take the lead is it gonna be buck or rotan or i think buck you said you were going first yeah i think buck will be the first out the door Okay, so you come walking down the stairs. And as you walk down the stairs and get a look at the house without the fog, you see that it is very, very nice with fine art on the walls. And the furniture seems to be of really fine quality. The The coffee table that you ran into, Mist, has been shoved all the way across the room and is up against the wall. And Buck, you exit the house first, followed by her, Mist holding her arm. Rotom behind. And Devi, you see the group of them walk out. Is Roz still visible or is she gone invisible? Devi is still standing there, but she's kind of unresponsive and her eyes are closed. And she's, uh, you hear Roz say, oh, right. And then Roz pops invisible and then <laughs> Devi shakes her head. And, oh, hey, <laughs> welcome back. I've just been, you know, hanging out here. You get the whole scoop through. Um, I heard everything. Diddle. Yeah. Okay. These guys are really nice, by the way. They've they've been very friendly out here. These cops have. So you walk out of the and you see that the guard has assembled in their turtle formation, and they've entered the courtyard or the the yard and then fanned out. And they have their spears drawn and their shields raised, and then the shield wall parts, and the guy who first talked to you comes forward. He has a sack over his shoulder. Ah, my friends, I see you are successful. I've got lunch. Thanks, we'll take it to go. Oh, excellent. No, but I have to warn you, there were very few nuggets of some bird, so you're going to have to share. We'll, we'll make do. Okay, so, um, this is, I see you caught her. I, part of me just wants to kill her here. Yep, that's nope. not... Not uh, gonna happen, though. But it's such a long walk back to headquarters, and the, the, the same result, right? We just do it here. 
Have a picnic. But she might... There might be information that she has that she could tell you at headquarters, and if you just kill her here, you don't get that. She agreed not to kill any more, y'all, on the condition that we take her. uh, To be fair, she doesn't trust you, and I I understand that you don't trust her. So, neutral third party. We're going to walk her back ourselves. Buck, give me another persuasion check with advantage. Can I actually swap that for an intimidation check? Sure. I want him to have as much authority as he can muster in this. Uh, it's a 25. That was a natural 20, plus his... No, no, it's okay. You the boss. We're, we're good here. We're just... You know what? I know a great spot right outside the temple. We can have a picnic there. Sounds mighty fine. We'll meet you there once we're done. Yeah, no, it's great. I have my friend Ahmad come over. He makes the best shish kebab. It will be wonderful. So the group of you begin to walk. The guards take up a position on either side and march in formation. And it looks fairly precise. They may be terrible at the rest of the job, but they do march (laughs) well. You go up through the sort of windy streets that surround the quarter you were in and come to the bridge that, well, just the day before you had your adventure on and (laughs) you cross to the other side and missed what happens. Mist will trigger the fog spell from his Ring of the Silver Sister, Fog Cloud, and spread it out over the bridge, uh, or over, like, centered on the party, and mm-hmm. extending back over the bridge. What? What is this sorcery? I cannot see. <laughs> Oof! I am wounded! Alright, any of you, the rest of you gonna do anything? I'm gonna groan at the bad acting. Hey, my deception <laughs> is plus nine. I think Buck's gonna take out his great axe and kind of use it as a way to barricade the group in front so that they can't actually go anywhere at least not towards her but feigning what we're whoa nobody move i can't see nothing mist launches a few eldritch blasts just kind of into the air rotan what is going on Ross has been perched invisibly on the shoulder of this woman the whole time they've been marching. And right as it starts to happen, she gives like a quick nuzzle on her cheek and then hops off uh, and goes back to Debbie. Before Roz hops off, she whispers to Ross, I will see you soon, my friend. And she sprints and bolts out of the cloud. And then the guy who you were first approached by, the one with the lunch, runs after her. He's about 20 or 30 feet behind her, and she turns, and she looks at him, and she raises her hand, and she just points, and just says, stop. And the man stops, and she shrugs, she smiles, and then she turns and runs. Who is worshipping the true Kassir? Has Soldal's lead about the tomb of Drelatar sent our heroes on a wild some kind of bird chase? How much have they screwed themselves by helping out a revolutionary? Find out next time on Multiclass Theater.
All right, I guess Rotan go knock on the front door and I'll uh, I'll, I'll send Roz in behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, uh, this may be the dumbest plan yet. <laughs> Wait, why are <laughs> we, we d- <laughs> This is the plan. <laughs> You, you shit on me for for not adhering to the plan, and then we remake a plan. The plan is to actually, for the first time in the entire campaign, let Rotan go up and knock on a door. I I didn't remember that being part of this plan. I thought we were going to send them. There's like windows. What do we need him go? What do we need him? Wait, who's can, Rotan? Can you climb through windows? Why are we sending... No. A window is no match for Rotom. I'm sorry. I'm used to not being the smart one here. What the fuck is going on? Send the critters in and we'll stay here and wait until they report back. Oh, it was two critters, not critter plus Rotom. Okay, okay, okay. Now, I like her plan better. That's a great plan. Maybe if all three of us went, we'd have a better chance of success. <gasps> well, why don't we all go rescue Pam? 